everybody we are back here to do what we came to do in the first place and that's talk about the carrier now there's a lot of podcasts going on with reviewing a lot of movies about a lot of viruses at this time and we could have done contagion yeah or we could have done the the what's the morgan freeman one i had it on the tip of my tongue uh, outbreak outbreak, outbreak. we could have done outbreak but no that's not what we do here we we turn it over to the resident uh 70s 80s b movie horror expert and we say Ugh. find us a virus movie that nobody else is going to do a podcast tell them tell them what it is todd what you come Ma- up with and how'd you come up with it? <laughs> imagine imagine if you could you know going to bed at night and having a dream of the ultimate uh ultimate viral infection movie mm. that it could that could mean the end of all mankind the one that you would fall asleep dreaming of is the carrier i i have many times before i ever saw it this movie has a this and, and i don't know if you all know this i don't know how much you research it but there is a sam raimi connection with oh. this movie Wow. Um, it was made in Michigan. Uh, I think it was, I think they, I think it was actually shot in 87. Um, it had some, uh, Bruce Campbell lent his talents to this. Now, when you think of Bruce Campbell, you're like, okay, wow. Well, he's got to be in there, right? No, he's not in there. He knew better. (laughs) He was, he had, he would have been working probably when, when they were shooting this. He probably, they were probably work. He was probably shooting Evil Dead too. So he could have been in anyway, but, uh, but he did provide like voices, additional voices. Wow. Cause I mean, I know what you all are thinking when you watched it, you're like, golly, that sounds like Bruce Campbell right back there. And so it's stuff like that. That makes me happy just to, to present this because we're, you know, this isn't something people are, are going to know. They're not going to know about this unless we bring it to them. That's why you're the king. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So we're talking about 1988's The Carrier written and directed by Nathan J. White. You'll be shocked to know this is the only thing Nathan J. White ever wrote or directed. Right. <laughs> ever. Well, now he did produce Hellmaster. He did produce, but it, this is the only thing he wrote yeah. and directed. And c- c- watching it, though, can't you see that this was like his passion piece? This was the only movie he had in him, but that's why this is so powerful. <laughs> there wasn't anything else he was going to do before or after. It was just this. He wow. didn't have anything left to say. I mean, what, how could you improve on, you know? <laughs> you can't. He dropped the mic on the carrier. All right. Uh, It was hard to find any facts about this movie. Um, I found a few that Todd probably already knows and a couple of maybe he's even mentioned. Uh, The director of photography was Peter Mm. Deming. Absolutely. Who did The Evil Dead 2, Austin Powers, and Cabin in the Woods. Wow. He's a a big time DP right now, still working in Hollywood, making, you know, on the the A pictures. Yeah, he's, he's big time. Joseph Laduca did the score, <laughs> who also did Army of Darkness, Xena, yeah. and Brotherhood of the Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, he's the he's a there. It's a Raimi. It's almost like a Raimi repertory troupe of some of the people that are involved. Bruce Campbell did the voice of the Black Beast, the Black Monster, whatever they call it, the Black Thing. What do they call it? The, the Black, black the Black Thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, Additional voices slash black yeah, thing. The voice of that was 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 Campbell, among other voices. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think that's a, that's about all I got as far as fun facts about this movie. But well, I got a few pages of notes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all might have to help me if I jump ahead or skip something. Please come back, and I don't know if I'll be able to read my 
read my notes or not, but we'll, this might be interesting too. I just want you all to know, uh, as as we start to get into this, starting now at this moment, uh, from here on out, I'm going to give all my comments comments as if I'm a character in the movie. Okay. All right. Which one? Turn your mic down. Up a new one. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter. Turn your mic down. That's right. (laughs) Yes. All right, and we will (laughs) maybe explain that in a little bit. But uh, so we open up at a, a small church in a small town a town apparently that's it's basically an island besides a bridge that connects them to the the rest of the world um they're having a little square dance in in the church and uh, my first note is that it would be hard for me to have fun square dancing with that huge creepy crucifix looking over everything that's in the corner because that thing was massive and it was dark. That yeah. is a, what a that depiction is a, of Jesus that was to square dance to. And it's a very large Jesus uh, that they have to that they have to contend with. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, amazing. Oh god! Hope, hope you're staying safe over there, Scott. Hope you're not touching anybody shouldn't be touching uh so our <laughs> our uh our pro tag is kind of creeping outside the church uh looking at the square dance in action and he's he decides to make his way in after being talked to it by a uh, a young lady um yeah and they're they're singing the barn burner song classic i can't right. see your eyes <laughs> It's a, that's a good one. I, I, yeah. I'm trying to find that one on Napster afterwards, but uh, no luck so far. If Todd, oh, if you, wow. if you, Can got you find it. that one, Todd, I can't see her. I'll, I'll find it. Don't worry. All right. I'm sure you Napster, will. huh? Man, he, wow. In, in true 1988 form. I appreciate it. Um, he makes his way in and it's pretty obvious that nobody really likes him. He's an outsider. We start getting little rumblings around the crowd about how he killed his parents. Yeah. Burn his own house down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then this, uh, and he gets approached by what looks like a, a, a much bigger, maybe the town bully, maybe the town savior. I don't know. A guy who thinks he's, he's taking one for the team here and really putting his neck on the line to, to make an example of Jake while he's there with this line. You ready for this line that he gives him that I can hardly wait to hear it again. <laughs> All right. These must be angels because they're, they're sure as hell. Ain't <laughs> okay. These must be angels because they're sure as hell as shit like you. <laughs> yeah. That was the first in the very long line of quotes I found hard to decipher. Yes. So I wanted to know, I wanted to get your all thoughts what that meant. My best guess was that there has to be some, there has to be good in the world because there's bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's so bad. Yeah. You're, you're the bad. There must be good. Yeah. That was the best I could do. That makes as much sense as anything. My take is simple. They had one take on this, on that particular (laughs) shot. And they told him to ad lib a a trash talk line. And that's what he came up with. This is really important. So we really need you to come up with something good. Something good. (laughs) Just don't tell us what it is beforehand. And we'll all be (laughs) surprised. Uh, So there's a a scuffle. A little brouhaha breaks out. He gets thrown outside and, He's laying face on down some, on some thankfully cushy gravel, cushy gravel in a <clears> scene <throat> that I made a note of was there's no doubt that this whole, the way it was shot, the way he was laying there and coughing and the girl coming over top of him. There's no doubt it was straight ripped off the karate kid when <laughs> Daniel got kicked on the beach. Cause it was exactly the same look and everything. <laughs> so Jake goes home with his tail between his legs and he is, uh, he's hammering the Jack Daniels. And he's in a what looks to be a shed. I guess yeah. that's where he lives. Yeah. Lives is in a shed uh, on the outskirts of town. And his home burned down. His home burned down, right? And um, we've heard a few rumblings at the square dance about this black beast. Yeah, the black thing. The black thing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the black beast is a UFC fighter. 
the black thing. Um, <laughs> we've heard rumblings about it. And as fate might have it, this is the night the black thing is coming for Jake. And it comes in Kool-Aid man style. <laughs> yeah, sure does. <laughs> it's, not, it's not screwing around with any doors or windows or anything right else. Through, it's just... Right through the shed wall. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote the only way that hole in the wall could look more fake as if it were the shape of the creature that burst through it. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. With, with arms. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody knows what Lou on board is, that's exactly what it punched through to get to Jake. Yeah. So Jake, uh, Jake fends it off and, and I guess he shoots it. He lights it on fire and it's, it takes off running and he shoot, he, he shoots yeah. it in the dark with a shotgun. Cause yeah. he can see the fire. I guess he kills it. I don't know. He scares it off enough to where it never yeah. comes back. Smashes it with a lantern. It catches on fire. It runs off. He grabs a gun. He shoots it. And yeah, he kills it because it just starts to melt in the grass over there right. and disappears, basically, right? And we hear Bruce Campbell's yeah. uh, take on, on dying, if you're a black thing. Yeah, and and in in the scuffle, our, our boy Jake Spear has got scratched, and he's got right. three scratches on his chest. Distinctive scratch marks on his, mm-hmm. on his chest that seem to come and go over the next few scenes, uh, <laughs> yeah. if you all yep. noticed. Like, the very next time we see him after this, they're not there, mm-hmm. and then the next scene after that they're there again and they're very prominent um so so there's a a bad storm that's come in and uh i legit thought first of all my man the doctor absolutely went for it in every he was he wasn't trying to hit singles he was trying to hit grand slams every time he was up to bat he yeah. went for it at every scene and left nothing on the table. See, yeah. me, this might be the only chance I get to headline a movie. And man, so far, I think it has been. Yeah, my yeah. gosh, that that man was acting his butt off, and uh, so and he was so excited too that he he couldn't even let people get their cue line out. That's your trying. So I mean, he was so he several times. His lines several times. <laughs> so. He's trying to have a little fun, it looks like, with his wife when uh, during the storm with the electric, the electric's mm-hmm. gone out and they're gonna, they're gonna make hay uh, mm-hmm. while the sun's not shining. And uh, I, I bet swear, she was 50 plus. I had to look it up because there's a knock on the door and I, I swear I thought it was Chris Cooper that, that knocked on the door. <laughs> Didn't the dude look just like him? Yeah, yeah, he's got that, yeah, the slick back longer hair. Uh, yeah, he's got, he definitely had a Chris Cooper vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, knocks on the door because it would be natural that you would knock on the doctor's door in the middle of the night to tell him <laughs> that the bridge to get out of town is out. And and the doctor's response is to so it's obviously you're going to tell me, but also right. you need to go tell the reverend and mm-hmm. the councilman. Yeah. Go, go tell the reverend yeah. and the councilman. They need to know in case they need to get out of town in the middle of the night. Yeah. Don't bother. <laughs> I like that uh, the wife shows up right then. Yeah. And says, hold on, let me get back into character. Hold it. What the, is that? <laughs> the wife shows up right then and says, uh, is there a problem? And the doctor's response is, not unless there's some type of emergency. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, what? So, no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, the next scene, we see uh, Jake again, and he d- he doesn't have any scratches uh, on his chest. Um, honestly, don't remember what he's doing in this scene. May probably going to get some more Jack Daniels. I'm assuming. Uh, seems like that's half the scenes in the first act. <clears throat> is that's what he's doing. Um, the next scene, we see him, and he's going to dinner mm. with the really wacko blonde lady. Right? It's bizarre. Yeah. Oh yeah. And look out for teens with uh, dark slicked hair and red button up shirts. Cause like uh, for a second, I thought I was watching Christine. <laughs> they just <laughs> straight pulled Jake out of that movie. Yeah. So the bites him to dinner with a random group of people in this house. And um, I made a note that the scene in the house with the stray cat is the most bipolar scene I've ever seen. <laughs> Because, man, it goes <laughs> manic and depressed 
over and over, back and forth. The, they're high, they're low, they're mad, they're happy. But once again, it ends with Jake having to leave, right? Yeah, so we got to touch on the the scene in the bedroom with the weird blonde lady. Yes, please do. Who knows what was going on. All I've got, I've just got a note here in all caps. It says, her shoes are from Marcus's. Because I think yeah, that, was that was really important. Yeah. It was apparently a really big deal. I don't know why. It was a strange conversation. Yeah. And then he touches the mirror for some unknown reason, but they want you to know that he's touching yeah. that mirror, even though it, it's just, it was really weird. Yep. So I anything to add on this, on the whole bedroom scene. Well, um, no way she was 50. <laughs> but um yeah. anyway uh yeah it it's almost like okay well i guess this is the best looking female we've got in the cast yeah you know, so, so let's um what do we do here let's and she's play, willing play that card as much as we can so um, we got the mirror let's do that shot. okay this was the point where I, <clears throat> I i also started to wonder if every girl in the town is either bipolar or schizophrenic or both because they would both flip on jake spear yeah, like a lot <laughs> insane they would yeah, be super mean and then <laughs> like want to like date him or something and then every woman in this town is a schizo and there was never any indifference they were either all the way in or all the way out and quick to let you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Jake goes and gets his buddy some books, right? Yeah. That what happens next? He's got, he's got a buddy that likes to he's, read. So yeah, I, I think he ran out of that house and said that he's. I've got to cut my mind out. Yeah. Which means um, more Jack Daniels. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go go <laughs> visit his war buddy for who we've never seen before. Right. Yeah. And who, some books. Who who I think we're supposed to maybe try to sympathize with, right? Because he's not really is he all there? I mean, he seemed like the most intelligible guy in the cast, maybe. Yeah, probably. So he so. didn't he didn't come across as that guy that was lacking mental capacity. No, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think he was all there, but uh, when I've got a uh, a war scarred veteran, uh, the first thing I think is, you know what he needs is probably one fish, two fish, yeah, red fish, blue fish, yeah. yeah. That's the book. Yeah. That's the book that Jake picks out for him. Yeah. Um, and I will say that <clears throat> the doctor probably was the most notable of them, but pretty much everybody in this movie tried to hit home runs and every time they were on, mm -hmm. on camera, right? Like they all really went for it. Yeah. And the rev was... Yeah. The Reverend really went for it several times. Yeah. Um, as, as did the doctor. Yeah. yeah. And Jake was trying to hit, hit his James Dillon every time he got the chance. <laughs> um, so he gets his red fish, blue bit fish book. The war veteran does. Of course, Jake has touched the book. Yeah. Uh, and put it in his satchel. And just in case you didn't know he was touching things, it gives you a lot of sound effects every time he touches something. Oh, yeah. Make sure you're paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It either sounded like uh, hissing or like somebody um, was sucking on a straw of a drink <laughs> that was empty. I wrote down, I wrote down the, uh, especially when stuff starts to melt soon, Yeah, uh, that it has to be, it has to be Foley of uh, um, somebody with a mouthful of Pop Rocks. It's got to be. I would put yeah. money on it. It was probably Bruce Campbell, is who it was, Might with the Pop Rocks. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Uh, so he takes, he takes the one fish, two fish out. He's pretty excited to start reading his new book that Jake gave him. And uh, his hand attaches itself to the book and starts kind of melting, I guess. Yeah, like, like this. And it just starts. Right. It's, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's dissolving into the book. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he, he runs out into the streets and the people see that his, his hand is stuck to this book. Um, so naturally their first reaction is to break the glass of a hardware store to get an ax out and chop his arm off. <laughs> because if I, if somebody ever runs out near me with a book stuck in their hand, <laughs> guess what That's I'm what doing? what you're doing first. Cutting it's that, just, it's your human instinct. Yeah. Cutting that blanking arm off. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, 
I wrote that the doctor's going for it in every scene. So from this, they've deduced that there's some sort of virus, like something is on these objects. They can't figure out what. I'll give the doctor credit. He was all over yeah, it. Yeah, he knew. Yes, he was. He knew pretty quick what, what the score was. So he decides <laughs> to, that he's going to use some birds and start trying to stick birds to things and see <laughs> if they die. Yeah. Some see baby if they melt. Yep. Go somewhere and get some baby chickens. Yep. And so he, let me just say this. If any of you all are friends of PETA, mm -mm. you may not want to watch this. Because yeah. I'm right. not so I'm not so unsure that they didn't put a chicken in a tiny pool of acid and sh and roll camera. If not, it was a pretty I good effect be, for '88. That's what I said. I was like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, how did they do this? Like, yeah. this is practical. They did it. And they I'm did like, it. Like this. Look, that's what I wrote. I was like, this looks pretty good for practical effects in '88. I was like, this is working. Yeah. And you might be right. They might have just decided to straight up yep. melt a chicken <laughs> with acid. Yep. Yep. I don't it's know awful. how else. Yep. yep. So he, he, uh, <clears throat> he's going around town uh, with his chicken. Uh, with, with all these chickens and birds and, and sticking them to things to see if they dissolve. And anything that dissolves, then he haphazardly just wraps red, flimsy uh, chicken paper. wire and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and red, red cellophane. Um, and and for the love of all that's holy, pay attention, people, that it's but, red. Yeah. It's red. <laughs> yeah. And it's red. Stop. A little on the nose now that we, that Jake is always wrapped in something red, right? Yeah. He's always yeah, got, he's, the, red he's got the red bandana and the red uh -huh. shirt. And your red shirt, you know. Just like you all are wearing right now. I do. I for the movie. We're thinking. Yeah. I call, me, call me Hester. I'm sorry. I missed that totally. Um, so I think at this point, is this when they have the town meeting? So the doctor can let him know what they what he thinks in the church. Uh, I think. Let's I think see. so. Yeah. After yeah. After the melting. After the uh, after he's okay. Can town we, and found all yeah. the hot spots. Can we back up a little bit? Yeah, we have to. So before he goes and sees the war veteran, uh, he, he there's a bar scene, and I guess this is where he meets the girl. Or, mm -hmm. or not me too, because she was in the first scene, but maybe right. there's more interaction there. Is her name Treva? Uh, sounds, sounds good. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he's talking to one girl and she says, Treva, yeah. Treva, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the line as she said it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to reenact this for us. All right. Here we go. It wouldn't be so bad if he didn't won a lot everything too much oh man more what do you think about it <laughs> when she said what do you think about it after all that I was like you gotta be kidding me but, oh my gosh because and it goes straight from that to war guy and he's telling his story and i'm yeah got which is here. just nonsense yeah i've got a big note written here it says i can't understand anybody <laughs> <laughs> and who is this <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the, the script started out strong with dialogue didn't it <laughs> it is not the best man <laughs> um so we're at the uh we're at the church the doctor's holding court yeah and he gives a great, a solid piece of me medical advice when he says, don't wrap yourself with anything infected. <laughs> so, uh, you know. If you're that's smart. What, that's what the doctor, that's what the doctor's there. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember the exact quote, but then like this, these townspeople on this <laughs> island yeah. are the most malleable people yeah. on yeah. the face of the planet because... It's it's a lot like parks and rec, like their, their town hall meetings. Yeah. Cause the doctor gets up and he's talking science and they're, they, they've totally bought in. And then the priest gets up and starts talking about how this is the wrath of God and there's no science involved. And they're totally bought in five seconds later. Uh -huh. yeah. At one point the doctor goes, he, he, he literally says, cause he's so mad about something. That was written in the script. G R R R R. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're yet yeah, they're they're ticked off at the doctor at one point and um, and the doctor says 
uh, he's explaining what he did and that it's, it's, it's the virus and, and he's going to mark stuff off that, that is infected. And he says, and the chicken, the chicken wire will keep us from touching it. And then some dude stands up and screams, you sure as hell didn't tell us about the chicken wire. <laughs> it's like, you mean just like two seconds ago, he just, what are you talking about? He just said that. Fired up. <laughs> Why would he care? <laughs> he sure as hell didn't tell us about the chicken wire. He's show, mad. We got to show some patience, folks. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't remember the quote, but I did say that the priest talks like Yoda. Do you all remember what <laughs> what he said in his sing-songy, say the first word, second? Oh, there's no telling, man. Yeah. Well, uh, he, he, and uh, I did write that the, these people are very malleable. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, I can't even read. can't even read that note. I'm excited because I think cats are coming up and – Lord help me. I did Oh my not. gosh. <laughs> um oh <laughs> I wrote so the, the girl's uh what was her name? Treva? Maybe. Yeah. Her her boyfriend's name was was aptly named Dick. <laughs> uh a little on the nose there. And I put that the one thing that makes Dick mad is everything. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Every single thing that was said or happened set Dick off into a rage to where he was like smacking her around. Um, let's see. That one. Um, where are we at now? This is like, oh, look at there. <laughs> there he is with his uh, ticks. What's the guy from Raising Arizona? Oh, um, Tex Cobb. He's Tex got, Cobb. He's got his Tex nose. Cobb. My gosh. But I got no friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's him right there. That's what he looks like. That's creepy, man. Golly, that's creepy. Anyway. Did, did either one of you all happen to write down the, uh, the, the quote where Jake is trying to get Trevor to go someplace. He kept saying someplace. And then we could just pack up and go someplace. <laughs> if we could just go someplace. And he kept saying, he said it's someplace like eight times. And then it worked because Trevor was in. That's all yeah. it took. I think I did write something down, but I think I only wrote down someplace. Someplace. <laughs> just gotta go someplace. So that was in the that was in the bar again. Um, so then we cut to the blonde bipolar lady is back in the bedroom. The one with the the shoes that were from Maurice's. Is that right? Oh, uh, I, I take it that was that was short for Neiman Marcus, right? Is Marcus, that what we were supposed yeah, Marcus, to think? Okay, Marcus's. So we're back in the we're back in her bedroom and. She feels compelled to uh, strip down, bare butt naked, and then put her boobs on the mirror. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I don't know. That This woman is something. I, I think we're skipping over a lot. I'm going to have to double back a little bit. but Yeah, that's fine, because I'm just going by my notes. I don't, And you watch it more recently than us, so you're uh, going to know the timeline better. Yeah, the creature. First of all, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we w it wouldn't be a, a Todd pick if we didn't have boobs, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this <laughs> right. really completely incidental. That all that happened. right. Uh, let's see. So some of the notes that I've got before we get to uh, the mirror melting people's boobs off. Yeah, because we're next. My next note is the cats. So mm. get all your pre-cat notes in now. The bar, <laughs> the bar scene, another bar scene. Uh, I've got lots of quotes, lots of wisdom. Good, good. Uh, everybody's got a little piece of the truth. Um, so there's a bar scene, and see if you all can t explain this one to me. Somebody says, so they're they're all at the bar, and like the 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 uh, bartender, the girl is behind the bar, and one of them says, "Everybody wants money." 
And one of them, somebody else says, she's worth it. And then that guy, uh, the guy says, like, he kind of hands over something. And I don't know if it was a cigar, but he just kind of does this. And then the girl takes a little glass that's got some money in it. And she does this and holds it up. Yeah. And then everybody laughs. And I just got written down, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, could you... <laughs> You all remember that, or like I do remember it, and I have no, I cannot answer. And then there's after that, there's a rape scene, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. tip jar. This is, this is when Dick gets angry at jar. everything she's saying for no reason, okay. and then he just rapes her, <laughs> and then and he, and he loses his thing because it gets melted off. She mm. she commits uh, virus suicide because she touches yeah. a tree that's wrapped in red while he's she, she, raping yeah. her. And it just it transfers over. It's great stuff. Yeah. A... <laughs> That's one I... way out of a bad predicament. And they started yeah. talking or after that. They started talking about <laughs> about the gorge, and and so I didn't understand what all this building down the side of the gorge is because the bridge was out, and so mm-hmm. to get out they had to build something down the side of the gorge. They got obsessed with the gorge. Yeah. There were a few things they got obsessed with, and the gorge was like the least of them. But it was it was a slight obsession. Yeah, <laughs> and this then, town, man. And then there's like a little triage center where people are getting worked on, like the mm-hmm. guy that the, had the one fish, two fish book. But there's another old man in there who's like, he lost his arm or leg or something, and he just keeps going, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and then let's see i've got a uh, i got a i got a quote that says life isn't worth the paper it's written on i think i think jake says that angrily yeah that's that's wisdom <laughs> life is. isn't worth the paper it's written on <laughs> oh good, goodness good sakes oh, oh and here we go here's your here you yep, i've got convincing speech exclamation point to girl, just got to go someplace. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote that it it was very convincing too. A compelling <laughs> argument to go someplace. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. yeah. She was and, in. And then when, so right before the girl, uh, we're, we're catching up to where you are. So the girl with the mirror and gets, mm-hmm. and decides to stick her boobs on the mirror. Um, we, we met the, the angry, angry Christian lady too. Yes. Yeah. It's just just a real piece of work, and yep. uh, the one lady t- tells her, "Yeah, you're preaching love, but you're teaching hate," and they just all freak out like it's the best burn ever and crazy. So good stuff. Fire. Uh, okay, so starting there with the mirror. Okay, um, so it was at this point at the mirror that that they've come up with the plan that. Um, <laughs> that there are so there's so many feral cats in this yeah. little city that the cats are expendable and they got to get rid of some of these cats they'd probably actually be doing the town a favor so what they're going to do is just like go gather as many cats as possible and that way they can test items by th- throwing cats against <laughs> items to see if the virus is on it yeah if something living touches something that's been touched by jake then yes. it melts but nobody so, at this point knows Jake's the carrier. Right, right, right. They just right. there's something on these inanimate objects. So to know if an, melt. to know if an object has been infected, all they can do is touch it with something living. So let's gather up cats and yes. make them touch the things, like uh, the doctor was doing with the birds. Yeah. Somebody says. Somebody says cats. So go out there and get me cats. <laughs> and that that's just the beginning. That's the biggest obsession of the movie. Yeah. Is these oh, making cats, right? Yes. Yeah, because when they first started going eight over these cats, I, I wrote as fighting over cats unintentionally funny. <laughs> yeah, it's very. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed <laughs> Me it. Me too. A bit. And, and why and, did everybody turn into Cape Fear over cats? <laughs> yeah. So, somebody uh, shortly after yells, "What's so great about cats?" <laughs> and some other hey, some other cat quotes. One from Joshua who said, "You, you, and you." guard the cats uh there's hundreds of cats we can't give them cats (laughs) yeah 
Look out a note about the cat's B plot is, is my favorite. The, uh, the Reverend says cats or death. Yeah. And then Joshua says cats aren't what you need. And then the Reverend says back to him, then let it be death. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they, uh, a lot of Cape fear going on. Yeah, they, they go out. It, it just completely goes away from the whole A plot with uh, Jake and and the virus and all that to this cat's uh, war Lord, of, cats. Lord of the Flies, mm, you know, right. apocalyptic thing where they've, they're all just obsessed with cats now. And uh, they go out looking for cats. And one of them screams yeehaw because they spot a herd of cats. Cause I didn't know, I did not know feral cats or, or domesticated cats run in herds, but these did. And so they got really excited about it. Um, I wrote a note and I don't remember exactly where it's from. Maybe you all can help me remember at what point this was, but I said the virus is so obviously present when the kid is sizzling. So this is when they take off their masks. <laughs> Is that when they ambushed the kids? I think there was three kids. The two kid. Yeah, the and three kids. Started, that's right. Yeah, one of them started sizzling. They were all like in full mm -hmm. garb. That, all the townspeople just go nuts and start wrapping themselves in trash bags and curtains. What does that trash bag sound like anyway, Alan? <laughs> I think Scott can tell. So would you say that that's like a third of the way through the movie when this starts? Yeah, when they all start putting, donning themselves with anything plastic. And this is what the rest of the movie sounds like for yes. an, for a good 60 minutes at least. Yeah. yeah. And I know we've said this before, but Saran Rap actually is a character in this film. It really is. Yeah. And it, and it drives me nuts. Yeah. It, it, I'd had to drive the audio guy absolutely insane. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Well, that's no why doubt. they had to get Bruce Campbell to come in and help them. Yeah. So they're all wrapped up in all this stuff. They got their masks and all this and and obviously to protect themselves from the virus. So this kid starts sizzling right in front of them. So this item is obviously infected and that's, they take their stuff off and watch <laughs> this kid melt. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when they ambush those kids, mm -hmm. uh, I've got written down that the kids are the best actors in this movie by far. And I'd stick to that. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it'd be a much better movie if that was the movie. Yeah. Because they, unlike the client, they're the better part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So they had found a few cats, right? And so mm -hmm. these grownups ambushed them and tried to take their cats. And they, they kill the one kid, just like you said, he starts sizzling and they take all their masks off to watch him sizzle. Uh, so that one dies. But then the other kid, they're going to like, we got to kill these. One kid runs off. They catch, mm -hmm. they catch the other one because he gets hung up on the fence. Mm-hmm. And they're going to kill him because they saw him. So we got to, we got to kill this kid. And they go from uh, reluctantly, accidentally killing the kid to full on willing murderers real quick. Yeah, mm -hmm. We got to hack yeah. him up. Because yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh no, this kid's dying and we did this. Oh no. Well, we got to kill yeah, this the, kid. Yeah. <laughs> the girl, the girl of the group says, oh no, we killed a kid. And, um, and the, and, and the brother, uh, I better not say the brother uh the guy there was three right there was like mm -hmm. a big dopey looking guy mm -hmm. there was the girl they were all masked up but and then there yeah and then there was the big yeah the ringleader um, what are you gonna do so uh the, but the, the 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 blonde kid that they catch that they're gonna kill he's uh he was hardcore right <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're gonna stab him in the face, and that yeah. kid says, "Don't miss." Yeah. <laughs> like, dang, yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was man. He was just he. You could tell his dad had instilled in him at a very young age. Look, if you're gonna die, tell your killer this. So don't back it, down. Yeah, is it right after that that? Uh, <clears throat> Jake Spear stumbles onto a group of townspeople talking about how they murdered his parents in, yes. with, yes. the, with the doors and windows open. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I wrote, maybe you all can fill in the blank here, but what was it about the mine <laughs> that made them want to kill Jake's parents? Does anybody know what one had to do with the other? There's nothing about it. 
the mine before this. No. And there's nothing after it whatsoever. There's something about that mine. Best uh, as I can guess, they did. There's there's whatever there's money to be had in the mine, <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> and Jake's parents owned it, but they didn't know about it. I think or something like that. They didn't know about the mine, so we had to kill them. So yeah. so, that, so they wouldn't get the, you know whatever's in the mine. And I uh, and I wrote that 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 group felt very much like the cult in Cobra. <laughs> yeah. And then they had like a moment of like once they unveiled for whatever reason unveiled their plan out loud of when they killed Jake's parents. Then they had the Austin Powers, Doctor Evil, just laughing yeah. it up. Yeah, I wrote murdering the parents is the funniest thing that ever happened in Sleepy Rock. <laughs> yeah, because that was like the perfect villain scene of just laughing. And it's like half the town is in on it. And they yeah. all think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how many people yeah. can you have in on the conspiracy to kill people and it doesn't get out and you're all okay with it? And Yeah, I also wrote that at this point, um, if there are plenty of cats, then why does it only seem like there's 20 cats and everybody's trying to kill each other over these 20 cats? And <laughs> yeah. were there not other animals? Like if you're going for cats, what? why stop? Uh, yeah. Right. They, they get hung up on the cats, man. Find another animal. Let them have the cats, and we'll do hamsters or something. Yeah, in a bad way. So at that point, Jake gets real mad, and he decides he's going to kill everybody in town by setting them against each other, right? So he, he, he busts into this uh, meeting of the people. The Cobra meeting. Yep, exactly. He jumps up on a table. And, uh, and he whips them into a frenzy by telling them that the Christian house, all those people are creating a, a fort to take them down. And, uh, he's, and he, he, the, the thing that really does it that sets them off is he says, if they weren't hoarding cats, your friends would be alive today. <laughs> and I was really happy that they went back to the cats. Yeah, it didn't take long. <laughs> Hey, when you've got a strong plot device like cats, you stupid. <laughs> and Jake put us right back on track. So they're hoarding cats. They're hoarding weapons. They're they're building a fence around their their compound with uh, the, at the Christian house. And finally, there's one woman who speaks up with a voice of reason and says, "There's other animals we can use." And somebody, <laughs> the guy, shoots her down by screaming, "But those are our cats." Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. I also like how they're talking about weapons and people having weapons and they've got to get extra red objects. <laughs> and like you couldn't come up with a better term for they all they're all so obsessed with red objects. We got right, which are the infected objects. objects that they can use as weapons. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, red objects. Uh -huh. Um so Jake's playing both sides here. Uh he tells the, uh, the the cobra cult uh, about them hoarding cats and they're fencing themselves in because they're getting ready. They want to start a war. Then he beats the cobra cult to the Christian house to tell them they're coming for your cats and your weapons. Mm. Yeah. And the Reverend tells them all to fight till you tell your lungs to breathe and they breathe no more. <laughs> oh, they nailed it with that line. It's like Braveheart. <laughs> it really is <laughs> the, the dude is William Wallace before his time <laughs> um so then uh, there's the big the big showdown at the okay corral comes when the uh the the cobra cult makes it to the christian house <laughs> and my goodness <laughs> This all crap hit the fan. <laughs> I mean, hell breaks loose at the Christian house. Yeah, the the following twenty minutes of the movie are just screaming nonstop by like fifty people. Yes, and they're all they're all wearing this. <laughs> it all starts with the dude going up to the Christian uh, house fence and screaming ten to twelve times, "Cats are death." <laughs> over and over and over cats or death yeah cats or death 
Yep. Is it cats or is it death? That's, a, that's what he's screaming. Is it cats <laughs> or is over. it death? Oh my gosh. Uh, Hoarding cats. We gave you cats. Bring out the cats. Oh, there, there she, she is, everybody. It's mm. old uh, boob mirror. <laughs> Yikes. Was that before or after the sizz? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, I, I don't. She's still got clothes on, so it's that's yeah. pre sizz. That's a great artificial flower in her hair, too. Yeah. Also, man, awesome. boobs on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't slip through the cracks. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Nobody, yep. nobody's got that. They, they that was never in any danger whatsoever of that being censored because that means somebody had to watch the whole thing. That's right. I think that I think it had like six hundred. No chance. When I looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So they have this big, uh, this huge melee, and uh, they're it, it's just nuts. Uh, the 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 terrible. <laughs> A Christian woman gets infected mm. uh, in one of the better scenes of the movie. She gets infected. Yeah, and the kid and is very happy to cut her hands off. <laughs> the kid gets to cut her hands off, and he's very excited. Yeah. And isn't isn't is that the kid's mother too? Maybe the religious lady. Because oh, that would be she, even better. Didn't she backhand him or something? He says uh, something like, "We got to kill him." One no, one of them says, "Why are they fighting?" And then she smacks the hell out of the kid. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's I all just, he says. Is, Why are they fighting? <laughs> you mean like this fighting? Oh, man. That woman can really bring down a room quick, can't she? Because anytime there's any celebration, yeah. Christian lady's there to make sure it doesn't go too – nobody gets too happy. <laughs> so after the big fight, then we have another uh, – the doctor's – Jake and the doctor have a conversation, right? Yeah, Jake, Jake runs to the doctor's house and he's just yeah. all over the place. Which we haven't seen since the first act. We haven't seen the doctor. I didn't think we were going to see him again. I was right. really surprised. I thought yeah. that was totally I made a note of where has the doctor been? But yeah. Uh, finally, Jake, which I wondered why Jake just didn't tell the doctor in the first place. Because, but whatever. Um, <laughs> he, 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 and he, t yeah, he tells the doctor. Uh, so, because he, he wants the doctor to leave town, like him and Trevor or whatever the girl's name is, are going to leave town. So he's he's warning him so he can get out of town. But for some mm. reason, I didn't understand the doctor's uh, motivation. The the doctor like hears the fighting or something and yells, "GD idiot!" and and then takes off towards the fight. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got to go break up the fight. Yeah. Um. So he calls another town hall. Yeah, good plan. He, yeah, after he gets, after he gets, uh, gets everybody calmed down. Everybody meets back at the church, and he calls yeah. another town hall. Tells Jake not to leave town. Yeah. What we need to do is call a town meeting, where mm -hmm. you're there. Right. Instead of just Jake leaving town, could have just mm -hmm. left right there. Yeah. yeah. He said, we know no. all the things that have been infected. Yeah. Problem solved. Jake's out of here. The really smart doctor says, no, we need to call a town meeting with everybody. <laughs> Jake in attendance. And um, very big moment of tension here when uh, the doctor says, I know who's infected. But then swerve. He's, he says Joshua, right? Right. Joshua he's already dead. Died he's already dead. Yeah. So the problem solved. <laughs> Until... The baby. Baby's crawling around on the floor. Um, the mom's not paying attention to the baby. <laughs> the baby's crawling around on the floor. Touches Jake's clothes. His glove, maybe? Maybe his glove, yeah. Some, some piece of equipment that's on Jason's per, uh, Jake's person. And the baby begins sizzling. <laughs> yep. And, and Jake is outed right there as... The carrier and uh, the townsfolk go from zero to a thousand real quick <laughs> as they are wont to do. Like if if the other scene with all the fighting at the house was insane, it's like let's go double insane right now. Yeah, like, just like that. Yep. And somehow Jake escapes though because he starts holding his hands out like Doctor Strange with the shields, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. and uh, he get, he gets out of there because he's going to touch somebody. He's going to touch. I mean, he does actually touch a couple things. 
right? Touch oh, a couple oh, of people's clothes. Yeah. yeah, and they they right before he runs away, and they think it's him. They all surround him. All the townspeople mm-hmm. surround him and start chanting, "Touch the wall, Jake!" Or no, they don't chant it because oh, that would be because they want to prove it's him because he keeps saying it's not right. Yeah. Touch the wall, Jake, and he's like well, in unison. Touch the wall, yeah, Jake, in unison. Right, <laughs> chanting would make more sense, but yes. somehow they keep all saying it in unison. Yeah, normally. Yeah. Yeah, so he they do figure out that it's him because do they throw some cats up against the wall? <laughs> they throw cats against the wall and they stick. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and melt and yes. start melting. Oh, it's so good. So uh, Jake gets out of there because he's threatening to touch everybody, and he makes yeah. a break for it. He screams, "Don't anger me!" Yeah. <laughs> Don't anger yeah. me. So he's a cross between Doctor Strange and the Hulk at yeah. this point. <laughs> he's making a break for it. Um, he's just picking up like dirt and throwing it up in the air and people are running underneath it and getting infected and sizzling away. <laughs> so Jake suddenly becomes a mass murderer <laughs> on this run. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a serial killer. Um, starts trying to climb whatever the thing is that they built to get out of the gorge. <clears throat> is that what you all got? That's what they've been talking about. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. He wouldn't, he climbing up where, where the, where his family's home had burned down, yes, right? Was yeah. heading back up that way. Mm-hmm. So he, in a way he was returning home, right? Yeah. Uh, trying to escape. My uh, only guess is that is the gorge. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't see what the big deal is because they went on and on about nobody's going to be able to get out of the gorge if we don't build something. And he got up it yeah. pretty easy with nothing built. There wasn't any problem for Jay. <laughs> no, no. But then nobody else is getting out because nobody could touch it. Mm-hmm. So then they are stuck, except for randomly some dude brings a rifle and shoots that Jake down. Finally. Finally <laughs> yeah. a gun. Finally, finally a gun makes yeah. <laughs> its appearance. Yeah, Instead yeah. of red things. Yeah, the red objects. People red put objects. away the red objects. And and, uh, and, and um, axes and garden utensils. <laughs> we finally have a gun. <laughs> Seems like guns may have come into play earlier, but apparently not. Uh, I, I liked how they screamed as he was climbing the gorge. Uh, uh, he's almost free. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was interesting to go with that instead of the, the tried and true, he's getting away. Right. No, he's, he's almost free. He's almost free. Because they wanted you as an audience <laughs> to really feel that, right? That's true. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. almost. Yeah. Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? So then they they shoot him. And because it's the most bipolar town in America, everybody's very sad that that the sudden serial killer who's infecting all the objects in the town has met his demise. It seems highly unlikely. Yeah. (laughs) It's like there would be a a yip or a huzzah (laughs) from the crowd, but they're, they're pretty sad about it. There's a lot Um, of remorse there. Yeah. Like this could be, this could have been handled better guys. Yeah, and he's crucified upside down. Upside inverted, down. inverted yeah. crucifixion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know like why his, his arms didn't do this since he was just dangling. But yeah, yeah. no, they went out to the side. That's I, that may be a like a, a an effect of the virus. Yeah, <laughs> your arms can go Atrophy. straight Atrophy. Above yeah. your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I'll be honest, I can't remember. Is that where the movie ends? Yep, that's it. That's it. If you get one last line from Trevor or whatever her name is, I think. Oh, oh, you get the, the, the you wrapped up because you opened with voiceover from her, and then she wraps it up, ends it with her voiceover. And she opens with a poem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Every what she said rhymed. I was very sad that the closing wasn't poetic and did not rhyme. Yeah, um, but I guess they were just tired by then. Yeah, it was like twenty five years later. She's she's still here in the town or something that they closed the town off. The, yeah. the government did. Yeah. And then it wore off. Yeah. So I guess Peta, no more Peta had no more it closed virus. down. Yeah. I'm with you, Todd. I think this needs a sequel. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And I know Scott, I know Scott scree- is screaming for sequel over there. As long as it's got cats, guys, I'm in, man. Yeah. This movie was was nothing if it wasn't earnest. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. everybody really yeah. went for every part. Like they they bought into the whatever part they were playing, and yeah. there was just a sense of earnestness throughout this movie. Yeah, that I enjoyed. <laughs> and um, I think that may be part of the uh, that whole Evil Dead kind of thing, where they they you know I, I feel like the the guy probably was you know maybe a 
I don't know if he helped on some of Ramey's Michigan stuff or what. I don't know, but uh, it's that can-do attitude, you know, the same that Evil did, you know, that went through. I mean, they it took for, I don't know how long they, sh they shot like for six months, I think to finish evil dead. And it was, it was a nightmare. Um, and this probably, you know, kind of a similar deal where they were just, you know, they did everything they could to make it, make sure it got finished. And, and even though they didn't have a great cast, you know, they still, they gave it the old college try there in sleepy rock. Well, not only did the, um, the, the director <clears throat> never work again after this movie. Not one actor in this ever got another role except for the doctor. Yeah. The, the doctor, doctor got a few bit roles. The doctor was in, um, I think he was in Mosquito, uh, another Michigan movie. I think all the movies he's done have been Michigan. So these are all locals. That just well, if you look this movie up on IMDb, he's the only one that has a picture. That's and not good. nobody else has another film to their credit. So yeah. I guess uh, I guess it just goes to show that uh, they they should have gone for it more. That uh, yeah. he yeah. <laughs> he yeah. wanted it the most. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because in a movie over. of over actors, he was the over actoring in us. That's right. Yeah. Um, any any final thoughts? Oh, we should have mentioned this before the uh, movie start. Before we started talking about it, but you can watch this movie for free on YouTube in its entirety. Uh, and when now we know you will. And yes, yes, and yeah. you know the the. I know we've intrigued you. The director's cut is about ten minutes longer, and I need to see it. And it's it's about an hour and eight minutes as opposed to ninety eight. 98 minutes, I think, for the running time of the original. So. I hope of the of the extra 10, <clears throat> nine of them are is more is, is all focused around cats. Yeah, so. we need more cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts on the carrier, everybody? Anybody? Is, is it cats or is it death? Yeah. There you go. Then let it be death. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and I, I I think I sent you all a text, and it was that you know it this kind of it's eerily mirrors some of the social distancing stuff that we're dealing with right now. Right. So yeah, it's like, okay, well don't touch the, don't touch the telephone pole there and, and don't Man. rape the girl that's going to grab the red right. tree and the obsession, the, the obsession with testing and needing more tests is, is the cats. Yeah, and, the same cats. Yeah. The, yeah. the tests are the cats. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I did read honestly that this director wrote this uh, about the AIDS epidemic. It was a metaphor yeah. for the AIDS epidemic breaking out in 87, 88. So this was his yeah. take on people with AIDS being treated like Jake. So, well, he nailed it. A time to kill changed my life. Yeah. And years later, the carrier did the same. Yeah. The carrier. What can you say? It's uh, give me death or give me cats. I think that's yeah, I think that's yeah. what we what anybody can say. 30, All right. 30, 32 years later, we're still learning from the carrier. I think we're well over two hours <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Way we do it. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed. Everybody's got time to listen. There's no excuses. Um, hopefully, we'll be back sooner than two years from now. This was fun. Guys, I enjoyed the the get back together. We'll do it again soon. Just Let's do it again really Todd, quickly. Todd will pick a movie for us to watch. <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> baboons are all the rage, right? They're always they've always been Todd wants another baboon movie. Um <laughs> all right. To his credit, he's only picked one bad one so far. What, one bad, I've enjoyed bad every everything that you've picked so far, except for the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> I hated oh, it so much yeah. I wanted to die. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I almost well, didn't want to be your friend anymore. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, that's honest. That's okay. That's okay. I'll take that. All right. From now on, I will. I won't do anything that shows what that showed because that's that was just wrong. All right. Uh, yeah. Everybody, thanks for tuning in, listening. Uh, tell your friends we're back. And, uh, you know, we will see you very soon. Two and two. Scott Stafford for Todd Sheen. 
This is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. And if this thing kicks us off, Alan, we'll just, uh, I'll send another one and we'll come back. All right. <laughs> Should we give it time or? <laughs> it says less than a minute. So yeah. yeah Part, hang on and wait. Part right. two of 16. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I guess it's the C so I don't get cut off right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Ba, 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 booey. You know, watched pot. We got uh, <laughs> never watched. About like thirty minutes in, Less, we're on. Uh, we're on the third. It should be. Maybe. It should be forty. Yeah, I think. I think you get forty minutes um, mm-hmm. with that uh, non-pro account. I wish I had a pro account because I could just send it, and we wouldn't have to worry. But. Will it or won't it? I mean, I'm just staring at that little pylon. I can't yeah, take less than off. a minute's ass. This has been <laughs> it's been like five. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. As soon as mine hits ten forty five, I say we just keep going. All right. Just tell me when. All right. How about those Knicks, huh? <laughs>